What is up, everyone? This is Noelle Foley, and you are listening to Pro Wrestling Proverbs. Oh, yeah. Have a nice day. WWE and AEW both are beginning seemingly a new era. On one hand, AEW is separating into two shows, rumored anyway, with the Elite fronting one and CM Punk fronting the other. And WWE is finally giving the reins to Triple H, although I thought they already did last summer. WWE's draft has already happened. AEW's, we'll have to see if it's a draft or if they're just going to separate people. But it seems to be a very interesting time. And it seems there's going to be a lot of competition both between the companies and in the companies. If if AEW does a draft, do you think people are going to cry, uh, like, copy? They're just copying WWE, you know. Only WWE can have a draft. I, I guess it depends it, on how they do it. An AEW draft would be fun. They have a stacked roster. I think it would help them out, too. Yeah. Because that's, like, the number one... I mean, that's my number one complaint with AEW is, like, I know Miro this past week appeared backstage, and although we've talked about him and we've had him on our World Cup, uh, I think in the Battle Royal part portion, I forgot he was there. So that's, I, I see on yeah. Twitter, Twitter Miro's there, and I'm like, oh, that's right. For people like Ethan Page, I mean, yeah, he's shooting with the Hardys, but I mean, he's, he's shooting with the Hardys. No offense, no offense. Yeah, hard, um, that but... ship's come and sail. <laughs> I, I mean, I well, um, you gotta think if it, when AEW does one, it's not just two. Do you think they could they also could include Ring of Honor into it as well? Yeah, I think I think that'd be the only downfall with an AEW draft. It's I think Tony Khan's gonna want to make his two shows as good as they can be, and that could be him pulling some Ring of Honor talent. But then again, it could also mean. Ring of Honor becomes its own, like, it, for real, its own entity. I mean, we hear it probably every month on social media. Oh, oh Ring of Honor is going to have people only on Ring of Honor. But literally everyone that's on Ring of Honor, I mean, I thought Mark Briscoe, especially after what happened to Jay, yeah. would be, like, the sole Ring of Honor guy, like, only there. He's mixing it up with uh, Planet Jarrett and FTR. I mean, it'll, it'll just be interesting what happens. I mean, I think it'll help their commentators as well. Because then you can split them up. Somehow uh, Excalibur is doing all three. Probably. <laughs> um, I think it... And then it'll be interesting to see if maybe they get authority figures. Um, I do think that splitting the AEW shows, there's a larger chance that maybe Tony Khan finally gets to live his dream and be an on-screen character. Maybe n- nothing as much as a Mr. McMahon, but I could definitely see, you know, him somewhat rivaling Punk, potentially. I'm curious to see what they do with Punk when they bring him back. Um, the idea I don't want to happen, I've only seen one on Twitter that I completely, I gave a thumbs down to, I said no. Someone said have Punk and the Elite draft the respective shows. That's dumb already. <laughs> yeah. I, I get that's how, if it gets split, it's going to be split. Right. Um, 
say I told you beforehand, the things I've seen would either be, they'd be on their own shows, which makes me wonder what they'll do for pay-per-views, or, you know, say Punk needs to appear on Dynamite because it's in Chicago. And that week, the Elite will be on, what's it called, Collision? Yeah. Nothing's confirmed yet. I think they just no. have the name Collision. Uh, Tony Khan or somebody from AEW trademarked that name. Yeah. Like in relation to a TV show. Uh, yep. It'll most likely be that like, they usually don't trademark stuff for no reason most of the time. So uh, No. And I know um, it looked easier with the AEW split as opposed to a WWE one is if it is split by Punk and the Elite, and you can kind of tell where some people will fall. I mean, clearly you have your Punk supporters and your Punk haters in, in the locker room. So, I mean, I think at this point, happen that way, you know, FTR would follow Punk wherever. Um, I, I just, think I, I just imagine that one guy, you know, he's uh if CM Punk and the Elite are the ones quote unquote drafting, uh CM Punk's first pick is FTR. Yeah. I I just That'd be hilarious. I don't know. I d I don't But then again, I mean, looking historically, when WCW created Thunder, it was supposed to be its own thing. Um, the whole reason Bret Hart got signed, according to Eric Bischoff, was for Thunder, and it kind of just became a second show. A second show, they would announce things for Nitro on it. Um, could I see that happening with this show? Kind of being a pre or a follow up slash prelude to Dynamite, kind of just a, a bigger rampage in a way. Yeah, I could see it. Um. The rumors are true, and they had to make the show for Punk. Like I said, uh, it's very Bret Hart. Uh, it's not a good look. I also saw that apparently he's looking to have Samoa Joe be his first feud when he comes back. He he, he, and, he didn't like that creative with Chris Jericho. Yeah. <laughs> and if, if it's Joe, people have started to point out that Samoa Joe is like the one guy Punk couldn't beat. Uh, I told you beforehand... If Punk's comeback is against the guy he couldn't beat, and then he beats him, that is so Hulk Hogan. <laughs> like, that's yeah. why Warrior was brought into WCW. <laughs> that's why that's why Piper was brought into WCW. So Hogan could finally get that one up on him, and it's just not a good look for Punk. Um, I've already. I mean, I, I was kind of I. It's, I soured on him, and then I soured on him a lot after the, 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 the scrum, which I won't dive into it too much because we've had a handful of episodes on it. I know yeah. you, um, there was, I don't remember specifics, but I know if certain things were true, you know, you said you'd sour on him. Um, I just hope he doesn't have as much creative or as much pull as is speculated. There's a lot of good happening in AEW right now, and I don't want it to get messed up just because Phil's back. I I'll err on the side of caution with that. I I don't think he has 
that much Paul. I don't think he's Hulk Hogan level pull yet, where uh, he's making the booking decisions. Because uh, if we if we if we take what he said as true, in his Instagram story rant, uh, yeah, Tony Khan wanted him to wrestle. I uh, forget when exactly it was on the timeline, but he wasn't cleared. Uh, Tony Khan's like, well, it's a squash. He'll need to be cleared. So it doesn't seem like Tony Khan just lets him run all over him. Right. Um, but then again, uh, like you said, it's very, it is very Bret Hart-like of him uh, to come back for his own show. They're going to hand him his own show, and that's the, the sole reason why they're getting that show. I'd like I'd like to think that maybe the show would still happen even if Punk wasn't coming back. I hope so. But, but yeah. I mean that would be the the my other big complaint that I always talk about on here is that I never felt like the other shows besides Dynamite mattered. But you know WWE's had plenty. Yeah. Like, you well, know, your, sun, your, your Sunday Night Heat, your Velocities. I think that this show has the chance already with all the you know the social media talk, all the fan speculation. And it's already in a better time slot, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, Rampage, they... Rampage, when it first started, it had momentum because uh, one, there's a new show. Uh, the the second one's the one Punk returned on. Yep. Uh, and I think they went right into Grand Slam a couple weeks after so. that. So they... Rampage is pretty hot for a hot minute, but it's in a death yep. time zone. Like You can't expect... Uh, have that many people watching an hour show. You're assuming that these same fans are also watching SmackDown from yeah. 8 to 10, and then on a Friday night from 10 to 11. I know I know, wrestling fans don't have a life. That's like their thing. You know, they're not going out, but it's still a Friday night. Uh, well, and so you're not using only that. Casual viewers. Uh, it's just that the, the new show's in a, on, supposed to be on a Saturday uh, in a primetime yep. slot. Uh I think it'd make it a lot easier. Plus, you know, WWE would have has the same problem. Yeah. Right. Even even with just having just SmackDown uh through like the mid twenty tens before twenty sixteen, before the brand split, they didn't have the talent to fill out have a brand split anymore. So the brand split didn't really happen. Oh, and and, and it just the... became a raw recap show. Which the same thing yeah. happened to Thunder at the end. It became a Nitro recap show essentially, uh, and always. <laughs> and the thing with Thunder too was they'd say stuff, they'd announce things, and then it just wouldn't happen on Nitro the next week. They just they changed their mind in the yep. two days between airing of Thunder and Nitro. Uh, so that that could probably happen here as well, but I think. That's not for a long time. I think they have the roster right now that's so deep that oh, yeah. there's a lot of talent that's not being put on TV. Like you said, Miro's not on TV. Uh, Ethan Page, he's not, he's not very he's not being used well. I mean, there's a lot of people they've had. And then with Ring of Honor, too, I mean, there's plenty of roster space between the three. And to touch on the, you know, Friday nights, I mean, I know that even me... Um, like the first time I went to a Ring of Honor TV taping, it was four weeks, so it was. I think we were there about six hours. Yikes! And that's a lot of wrestling. Like I like wrestling, but I like to be able to watch it at like my own pace. 
That's why the, the network or even Peacock right now, I love it. I can start an old pay per view and then I'm like, yeah, I'm done. And then I can just, I, I can stop it. I'm not committed. I don't have to continue watching it. I mean, even, even premium live events now. Um, I was busy this past Saturday night. Didn't have time to watch Backlash. But, you know, I saw Twitter updates. And, you know, I saw Savio Vega and Carlito came back. I saw which matches were pretty good. I could jump through and watch them. Yeah, that's just, that's just an era. We're in, we're in a DVR era, streaming era. Yeah, I just... And, and it's great with wrestling. Because, like I said, if, if there's too much... Wrestling's one of those that even good matches can be hindered by how long an event goes on. Because, I mean, if you have a really, if you have a surprisingly good match in the middle of the card, a good example is like the Sheamus McIntyre Gunther at Mania. Yeah. The next couple matches, it's just, you're sitting there and you're like, why isn't this as good as that one? That was just in the middle. Why aren't, why? And so, I mean, time for wrestling. Yeah, I, I'm at the point in my life now where it's it's hard to stay up past 11. <laughs> Like I can't, I can't do it much anymore. Like I fell asleep during Backlash. I fell asleep in the middle of the Bad Bunny match. I watched that awesome entrance and I passed out. That's uh, that's about it. Then nah, we watched it the next day, whatever. But uh, <clears throat> like you said, yeah, I, d- I definitely think I'm not watching Rampage on a Friday night. No. Uh, I no. know Dark and Dark Elevation aren't on YouTube anymore. They stopped doing them. That was a a big thing, I guess, recently. I never watch any of those either. Like in... I would watch matches, but I mean, sure, that's what happens when you're put on YouTube. It's like the NWA, um, especially when it first started or when it came back, I should say. Um, and I saw one of the highlights for one of the week was the Rock and Roll Express winning the tag team titles, and then Jim Cornette got in the ring and celebrated with them because he was surprised. He was it was a genuine reaction. I made sure to watch that one. I, I... Then when I see like. Tires versus Trevor Murdoch. <laughs> I'm not gonna watch it. Yeah, I, I like the idea of it being free and accessible on yeah. uh, a platform like YouTube, but you just know it's not. You're not getting the best for the most part, no. and that's fine. You don't need the best. No. Um, but all this talk is just it. The reason we're doing this topic today is because it was announced yesterday now, uh, Wednesday, that a new TV rights deal uh, was reached between AEW and Warner Brothers Discovery, and it should be part of an announcement next week by Warner Brothers Discovery uh, in New York City. Uh, This is coming from Dave Meltzer, by the way. Meltzer said that both the deal and a much-discussed AEW collision show will be announced at the May 17th event at the theater at Madison Square Garden. Um, these, are, these are events called Upfronts, and they're held by networks designed to drive advertiser interest in upcoming states of programming. Um, some people have reported uh, numbers I don't. I am not trusting any of those numbers because the people that I do uh, trust with wrestling news and leaks and stuff like that uh, are not saying a number. So if you see a number out there, it's probably not true, and they're just guessing. Because uh, he says the amount of years and money on the deal are unknown, 
But I did put out a poll. I don't know if you've seen it. Yep. On our uh, Facebook page. So let me refresh the page so we get the, up to the latest uh, vote totals. So I've seen the number going around is a billion dollars. A billion dollar yeah. TV deal. Uh, so we were left, gave it a left uh, reaction, whatever. We'll, we'll live. Right now, 53% of the voters are taking the under, 47% on the over. Um, honestly, I think it might. I think it might take the over, or it might be exactly a billion. Uh, and and this leads me to my next point. Um, <clears throat> you know, again, with wrestling Twitter, wrestling social media, you see people talk about how you know wrestling's dying. Blah blah blah. This blah blah blah. That WWE just got uh, purchased by Endeavor. Mm-hmm. Quite a large sum. Yep. Uh, they pay more and, than Disney paid for Marvel and Star Wars combined. Just letting you know. And and now they're trying. I mean, and now because uh, if if people because they seemingly forget this part, they just saw Vince McMahon was back and they freaked out. He was there to sell the company and to help acquire TV deals, which is something he, he clearly he's done forever, acquiring TV deals. Um. So that's going to be a big thing. AEW just did this. Um, that Squared Circle Expo that I went to. Um, they're one of their parent companies, Premier, I think is what it is. Um, now has a bunch of streaming. Before that, I mean, the wrestling is just so accessible and it's making so much money. I don't understand how people can say it's dying or it's at a bad point. Yeah, and... I should also know too that this again is not confirmed by anything. It will we'll know more information next week uh, as it comes out. But I'm assuming that this will mean that AEW content uh, will be put on the new Max platform. Uh, it's an HBO Max and Discovery Plus are combined into one later this month, uh, which will be awesome. That's just, I think that's the one thing that's. Uh, one of the major obstacles that's keeping AEW back is accessibility to older shows, because they're still kind of living in uh, like the pre-DVR era, like WWF, yep. where if you miss an episode of Raw or SmackDown, unless it got put on like on a tape or a DVD, you just you just missed it, and that's oh, kinda, yeah. that's kind of how I feel now. I can watch highlights on YouTube, like, uh, but that's not the same. Like I have not. Yeah, gone back and watched the. Uh, well, I haven't watched any of the early AEW shows. I did not watch the Brody Lee tribute show, which I heard is one of the best uh, yep. wrestling television episodes ever. And that's stuff I want to watch, uh, but it's unaccessible. And going into the summer, I would assume pay per views will be now be streamed on that site at a cheaper price. Yeah. Um, and it'd be nice because. I don't think I've ever paid for an AEW pay-per-view, so I have to pick and choose when I want to. Uh, <clears throat> when I want to stream them, we, we got to set up my nice little tablet. Got to got to got to go to my go to my good old website. Got to. You mean you mean somebody else paid for you? Yeah, someone else paid. Yes. All right. Yep, somebody else paid for that show, uh, and they just they let you log in. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah, it just you know, and if 
Tony Khan's getting a billion dollars. That's a big. That's a billion with a B. That's a big, big number. Uh, yeah, he can, he can he can spare my uh, he can spare my watch. I'm just saying um, he can he can lose some some revenue from pay per view buys uh, if it means more people are tuning in on because there's probably a percentage of people that will subscribe to the new platform. That I mean, maybe, that maybe that probably watched. They would. They'll start watching wrestling, like well, they watched it during the Attitude Era, and they you know like most people, uh, like seventy percent of people, it seems. You know, they're not pulling pulling seven point ratings anymore. Uh, yeah, a great maybe, number. Who of knows? Maybe, maybe this will allow uh, like Mark Henry and Big Show, who, if you remember, didn't want to retire from WWE and didn't want to be backstage people, and went to AEW and. I've pretty much been retired. Uh, maybe they'll actually get to wrestle. Not that I want them to, but you know, probably not. For them. Probably not. It's all right. I don't. But I, don't I mean, want, I don't want to see Big Show wrestle. I'm sorry. You don't want to see Mark Henry versus Keith Lee? No. Um, but you know, it's not just it's not just AEW who is, you know, moving forward with the times, having a brand split, getting that deal. Um, as I said earlier, WWE already did their umpteenth draft. Yeah. Um, H announced it. He did it. Um, introduced a new title, which a lot of people either loved or hated. It's okay. You know, titles can be just be, you know, things can be okay. Let's say it's it's the big gold title with a WWE stamp on it. It's fine. Um, I don't understand why people don't understand what branding is. Well, also like the title can change too. Like this isn't going to be yeah. the design forever. Like the Universal Championship, for example, the new one that they have, the blue one, is a lot better looking than the red one. Yeah. Do you agree? I and agree. Then, oh yeah. And then that's the other thing, too. Uh, people are confused why there's three world titles. Now, I'll just, I'll just do a quick history here. We have the WWF and the WCW title. Two titles. They got merged into the Undisputed Championship. Just because Chris Jericho had two belts... It was still considered one title. They then created a new championship, a new look. Still the undisputed title, still the same lineage. They then created the big gold belt when Brock Lesnar didn't want to fight on Raw when he was SmackDown exclusive. So then the undisputed title had the WWF and the WCW lineages. Then there was the big gold belt. That was the Raw World Heavyweight title. We had that until they combined them again. And again, if you remember, people care. I think, I know Cena did. I think Orton did too. Daniel Bryan even celebrated with both, if I remember correctly. Yeah. They, they still had two championships, but it was one. It, just because there's three belts on. TV right now doesn't mean there's three championships. And I and I, I I talked to someone about it. 
I'm pretty sure that they waited till after the draft to have Roman drop one of the titles. That way they could play the, oh, which show's he on? Because if he just randomly came out, you know, on a SmackDown, say, with the red title, then you're like, oh, he's going to Raw. I think they're going to have some sort of merged look. Um, just just because there's three belts doesn't mean there's three championships. And, and, and since when has it mattered... In wrestling, to only have one world title for it to mean everything. I at least not in like my lifetime. Yeah, like I've grown. Like I, we might be a little biased because uh, most majority of our childhood and life up so far, WWE has had two different world champions for the most most of the time. There's been times yeah. where it's been merged into one. Uh, you know, I I do hope that if they do uh, create like a new design with the WWE Universal Undisputed WWE Universal Championship, uh, that they just drop the word Universal. I think they will. Do you think the I like I I don't know. I never I didn't like the name Universal Champion to begin with. I know why they did it. Um, a because we had the WWE Universe. B, because it was supposed to be bigger than the world. It's the universe. Yeah. Um, both dumb. I, I get why they did it. I, I, I'm not sitting, you know, confused. Uh, I just, I don't, I don't understand. Because that was people's big thing. Oh, why, oh, three world titles now. Oh, so none of them are important. And it's like Booker, um, Booker T this past week said... You know, people kind of said the same thing when they brought the big gold title on Raw. He's like, but this gives more people opportunities. This allows more younger stars to finally realize that dream of being a world champion. And, I mean, I look at it this way. Depending on who you are, I mean, think of someone's like a Triple H, where they were an NWA aficionado, wrestling historian. Being able to win the big gold belt, which is associated with that, that's going to be probably bigger to you than winning the WWE title. Or say who's with the company that this could apply well, to. Well, also, you got to think, too, um, if they're complaining that, oh, there's now there's three world champions and it doesn't count, if you, if you want to be technical... NXT. The NXT championship's been around. WWE has called it a world championship before, on yeah. its on his website and on TV. It was a third brand for a hot minute. <laughs> we're just we're just in the era where both WWE and AEW are doing so well that if someone is a homer for one of them, they're just going to hate the other brand. Yeah, regardless. I mean, it, it's like I joked earlier with you. They're like, uh, I've seen people where it's like, oh, Triple H isn't an authority figure. Why is he introducing a new title? What, would you rather have Adam Pierce do it? No, you're going to have the guy who held the undisputed title when it was one belt. He was the first guy to do it. He was given the big gold title by Bischoff. And... 
um, in character form, helped merge the two titles again with the Cena Orton. He actually uh, he was there when they hung it, if you remember. Now he's yeah. splitting it again. He, he's been involved with it all. I think it's perfect he's doing it. I think it's fine. It looks like the big gold belt. Yes, I like the NWA. Yes, I like Ric Flair. No, I don't think it should be the original title. They're trying to make it their own. You know, we're in an era where marketing's important, putting your stamp on something's important. So they're going to take um, this historically relevant championship, something that has even been relevant within the past 10 years, maybe 15 at this point. They're stamping it for the future. But as, as I was as I, as I was kind of alluding to earlier, the reason they did it was for the draft. Yeah, Roman Reigns and the Bloodline, not the Usos, though. No, no, oh, no not no, the Usos. Not the Usos. The Bloodline got drafted. Number to one, SmackDown. Now I saw a YouTube video that made me angry. It said it, 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 WWE put it out to their credit, and it listed all the former number one draft picks. Now I thought it was going to be The Rock because he was actually picked, Seth Rollins because he was actually picked. Mm-hmm. No, it listed it listed everyone, but like John Cena when he went to Raw. Great Khali, I guess, was the number one pick one year. I had no idea. Uh, Rey Mysterio <laughs> oh, was back, the number one pick. Back when it was, like, random? Yeah. Well, technically, wasn't um, Kelly Kelly number one overall pick, too? I think so. Yeah. Because it was random. Because for certain but things, I, I don't know. I just... I think there should be an asterisk next to those. I wish they weren't called giraffes. Like, I liked the idea... At the end of the year, they just mix the shows up, and it's random, and people are shocked. Yeah, that's but... that's a that's they already have a word for that. That's called a mix up or shake up. Oh yeah, yeah, shake up. The superstar shake up. Because it even listed Roman Reigns. I didn't realize that Roman Reigns had already been a number one pick. I don't know. Because um, they've done they've done quite a few drafts within like the past five six years. Well, and that's the, fine. Well, even um. They were doing drafts for a while when, like, the brand split wasn't even really a thing. Like, yeah. 2009, 10, 11. Like, there wasn't really a, a brand split going on anywhere. Everyone no. just showed up randomly wherever. And and as she says, it, it was random. I think that this draft did a good job of making people feel important. Because if you go night one, um, SmackDown started, then Raw went... Um, it went the bloodline, like we said, and then SmackDown's next pick would be Bianca Belair, Raw Women's Champion, and the Street Profits, then Edge, Bobby Lashley, the OC returning with AJ Styles and Mia Yim, Damage Control, and then Alba Fire and um, Isla Dawn, the NXT tag team, women tag team champions. Raw went Cody, Becky Lynch, Imperium who has the Intercontinental Champion, Gunther, Riddle, McIntyre, The Miz, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Indy Hartwell. Now, when they first did the draft, and it was Flair and Vince, clearly, you know, the big people got drafted first, but then towards the end of their 20 respective draft picks that they made, 
they would have younger talent, which is what they did here. And just, and just let me comment on it. Everyone thinks that Shawn Michaels was actually upset that NXT people got drafted. Oh, you're training them for success. Why would you get upset they're moving up? You realize Shawn Michaels, wrestling is acting. He's an actor. He wasn't actually upset. Right? They they know people people know this, right? I don't think so. They I mean he's not upset. Look at look at uh, do you think Triple H was ever upset when people would go to the main roster? No, he'd take pictures with them and he'd point to them and he'd be happy. Uh, but anyway, my my other favorite part of the drafting is like the NFL draft, they had previous people come out and they would announce picks. Yeah. Um, Rob Van Dam and Michael Hayes, ABL and Teddy Long, and then Shawn Michaels and Road Dog all made appearances. They thought that was fun for the first night. Um, as I said, I think it makes people feel important. Uh, and from what I've heard, the Triple H era will officially kick off at SummerSlam which, like I mentioned at the top of this, I thought it kicked off last SummerSlam. Yeah. Uh, I did, too, because when we were going over uh, potential sh- like episodes, like shows we are going to do, and you did the and you put down the Triple H reign, uh, yeah. s- started that SummerSlam. I thought you meant last SummerSlam. I was like, okay, nope. so we're going to you know, talk about oh, what happened since last SummerSlam. Oh, so... This SummerSlam no. starts. Now they're moving the goalposts to this SummerSlam. Yeah, so everything I mean, bad may... that happened in the past year or so doesn't count. Yes. So, oh, okay. Supposedly, supposedly that was him like wrapping up all the Vince McMahon storylines. <laughs> um, I don't know if you saw, but apparently Vince recommended a couple people for Roman to beat, and the I... writers laughed at him. <laughs> I I didn't see that. No, who were, were some names? They didn't give names. No. I'm assuming one of them has to be Omos, right? I, I, I would assume. I would assume. But, uh, yeah. Omos, supposedly... Austin Theory. Yeah. yeah. Like, who are, like, who are guys right now that are obviously, uh, like, Vince McMahon guys? The Miz, again. Braun Strowman. Uh, Brock Lesnar, Aaron again. Corbin. Yeah, I just... I, I don't get it. I'm, I'm hoping it's true. I mean, based on this, and like I said, these people are important, and it's not like you had anyone random drafted in these early picks. I mean, the closest you could do is The Miz, but he is such a hand on the mic, in the ring, at events, that it makes sense for him to be a pick. As much okay. as people disagree. I'm sorry. I No disrespect to... Um... Uh, where'd she go? Liv Morgan and Raquel and yeah. uh, D. Hartwell and who else got picked pretty early? And I can't pronounce that. Alba Fire and Isla Dawn. Yeah. <laughs> they all got picked ahead of Trish Stratus. <laughs> did Trish actually get picked? She oh, I guess f- she did. That's weird. Round four. She's a fourth round well, pick on day two. That's like round eight in the NFL draft. That's a sub. That's yeah, an undrafted free agent. That's I, I was going to get into that. So r- night one, 
the supplemental picks, Raw got Apollo, Candice LeRae, Chelsea Green, Sony Deville, Dexter Loomis, Maximum Male Models. Wow, this is a lot. Um, JD, McDonough, Natalia, the Viking Raiders, and Zoe Stark. God. Now... I have not watched NXT in forever. I have no idea who any of these NXT guys are. And SmackDown got Hit Row and Lacey Evans. Okay. Now, they might be supplemental picks, but I guess after SummerSlam, um, Candice LeRae and Johnny Gargano are going to get some pushes. Maximum Male Models are in line for a push. Joey Stark is. This draft, I think they were trying to base it off of what people have done recently. Okay. Like they're stock now. Okay. And I think Trish, because she's not a full time, is the implication. Because I didn't even, they didn't even make like a big deal of it on Twitter. I think the only reason she was drafted is because she's supposed to be. I heard that her feud with Becky could go all the way to Mania. So if that's the case, oh, you have boy. to have her. You have to have her on a show. Yeah. Um, wow, then, Raw, Raw got a lot of draft picks. Yeah, they well, SmackDown got, got two, like four combined, uh, like supplemental draft picks, and Raw got the rest of them. And Raw, yeah. did they follow the same thing in order as last time, where Raw gets two to every one SmackDown? So it looked like for the regular draft. Um, it didn't matter if it was a tag team or a single star. It went SmackDown Raw, SmackDown Raw. So there, okay. they were pretty normal. It was the supplemental, which I kind of like that that's where Raw gained its bulk. I didn't like in the previous drafts where Raw could be like, oh, we get these three top guys. <laughs> have fun picking from what's left. Yeah, and, the, um, and it sucked because they always had fucking Stephanie yeah. picking and just grind your gears. But then... <laughs> But we got to night two. Raw had the first pick this time. So in order again, Raw got Rhea Ripley, you know, smacked the women's champion, so now on Raw. Um, which is why I wish they didn't call it the SmackDown Women's title. Like they, they called it something else. So that way they didn't have to oh the SmackDown Women's Champions on Raw. Like, I know they can't you gotta do a belt uh switch, a handshake they, and like if they called it like the Blaze Women's Championship or the Young, like for a former or the Richter something, but anyway, it went Rhea Ripley, Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn, the tag team champions. Uh, the Judgment Day, Liv Morgan and Raquel, the women's tag champions, which is also why I think they were drafted higher than Trish. Uh, the New Day of Kofi and Xavier, Trish, Ronda and Shayna. Strowman and Ricochet, Bronson Reed, Alpha Academy, and then Katana Chance and Caden Carter, another NXT tag team. SmackDown that night got Austin Theory, the U.S. champion. Charlotte, Usos, LWO, which means we finally get to separate Ray and Dominic, <laughs> Asuka, the Brawling Brutes, Karrion Cross and Scarlett. <laughs> L.A. Knight, Watsy, Pretty Deadly, Rick Boogs, and the Mr. Relevant Cameron Grimes. And then we go to the supplemental portion. Raw got Akira Tozawa, Dana Brooke, Emma, Linda Shear, Johnny Gargano, Los Lotharios, Nikki Cross, Odyssey Jones, Piper Niven, 
Riddick Moss, Tegan Knox, and Zia Lee, while SmackDown got Grayson Waller and Tamina. I wouldn't do that to Tamina. <laughs> uh, after all this was said and done, um, there are some wrestlers that weren't in the draft pool due to injuries or they're off screen. Alexa Bliss, Aaliyah, Biggie, Bray Wyatt, Carmella, Gable Stevenson, Logan Paul, R-Truth, Randy Orton, Robert Roode, Shanky, and Tommaso Ciampa. Alexa Bliss has skin cancer. Hopefully, you know, she'll be able to come back and everything will be fine. Aaliyah, I know, kind of talks some trash on Twitter. We'll see if she ever comes back. Iggy, I'm assuming they're saying that New Day is supposed to feud with both Judgment Day and Imperium. You gotta have Biggie for that so he can be up against Priest and Gunther. I'm assuming it's only a matter of time. Bray Wyatt, don't really care at this point. Carmella, um, her and Corey Graves are having the Rainbow Baby. Um, you know, they had the miscarriage. Yeah, that's oh, what you call the term it. That's what, okay. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I, I feel like a dick now. Um, Gable Stevenson, I don't think will ever officially debut, in my opinion. Um, Logan Paul, you're not going to put him on a show because you're going to use him whenever you... He's going to be like a Bad Bunny or a Brock Lesnar. Um, <laughs> that's where, that's a know, weird sentence he just said. <laughs> but, you, you know, if, if you need true, a ratings though. push, um, our truth was on NXT. I would like for him to go back. I think he's perfect for, what, for NXT, having a veteran there to work with the young guys, especially at such a level he does. Randy Orton, uh, I we've been hearing for about, what, a year now that when he comes back, he'll finally get the feud with Riddle. Bobby Roode, again, hopefully he's able to come back. I know his healing process hasn't been the best. Shanky, um, don't really care what he does. Ciampa, I'm assuming, will go to Raw to be with Gargano and Loomis and LeRae and all that. I, I, I still think if they split the titles up, Ciampa and Gargano should have reign with either set of tag titles. But then after those guys, we not only have the draft picks, we not only have people not in the draft, we have free agents. I mentioned Brock Lesnar earlier. Makes sense. Again, you know, you need Brock to go to a show to up the ratings. He's there. Uh, supposedly, MVP negotiated a deal to where Omos will be on both brands. I normally hate Omos, but I think this is smart because then you can use him like an attraction, like an Andre the Giant, where he's not just going to be stuck on one show feuding with one person. I hope they keep him out of the title race, or they use him like how Kane used to be, where he was usually the first challenger. I think that'd be perfect for Omos. Yeah. Um, I told you earlier, I think Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin, who are both free agents, I think they'll end up being with Omos and MVP as a form of the hurt business uh everyone else i don't really have an explanation for you got baron corbin i mean his gimmick again is that he sucks and no one likes him so that's probably why he wasn't drafted i'm hoping something turns around maybe he goes to nxt finally wins the nxt title that he tried to get when he first started i don't know i don't know what they're gonna do with him poor guy he's not bad in the ring he's not bad on the mic um Dolph ziggler's a free agent Again, not real. I think he'd be perfect for NXT, kind of like in our truth. Elias is a free agent. I heard they were going to tag team him with Boogs, so cool. he'll probably he'll probably end up there. Ali is a free agent. 
Not sure why. Um, Von Wagner's a free agent, I guess. And then Zylon Quinn, or Zion Quinn, is also a free agent. I'm hoping these people actually get signed to a show, and they're not just bouncing back and forth. Because um, the only ones that I think should do that should be Brock and then Logan Paul at some point. Maybe the Hurt Business if they do like I talked about. Uh, but a lot, a lot of shakeups happened. I think it's going to be good. It seems, I mean, clearly, even though they're having Raw and SmackDown guys fight for the new world title, clearly Roman's on SmackDown. So the new world title's going to be on Raw. So you've got Cody... You've got Gunther. You've got McIntyre if he signs back. Shinsuke. Um, Gargano if he gets this push that they talk about. Seth Rollins. Owens and Zayn. Finn Balor. Biggie if he goes to Raw, like I think. You've got a stacked little. Then you've got people like Bronson Reed and Chad Gable who could be good first time challengers. I think the new world title is in pretty good hands right now. Oh, yeah. I think the split. I think this is probably the first time since they did the initial one that I think both shows are even. Uh, both shows have a lot of talent, a lot of depth, and yeah. even the people in the supplemental draft. I mean, it's crazy that Lacey Evans is there because again, she can work well in the ring. They talk about the O two or sixteen. Uh, the O2. The O2. The O2 one was pretty stacked. Yeah. Uh, I didn't. I didn't think the 16 one they did well. I thought. Well, I talked about earlier. I thought they stacked Raw, and then they're like, "Oh, SmackDown's got Ambrose, AJ, and Cena. They'll, they'll be okay." They were fine. They're fine for a while. I, I think Smack, you'd argue SmackDown was the better show at the time. Yeah. Uh, I just yeah. think at the the initial draft they just they did they did them no favors. Um, I think here both shows are set up for success. NXT is clearly going to be like a feeder territory, which is fine. I still think they should send some veterans down there to work. You know, uh, I'm just I, I'm I'm excited to see what happens with the, with all of this. Uh, eventually, Roman's going to have to drop the title, and. You know, there's people on SmackDown that can hold it as well. And even the women are in such a good spot. I mean, I no complaints out of me. Like I said, there's some people that complained about the supplemental picks. I thought that for what they've done on TV right now, none of them needed to be actually drafted. Like Gargano's had one real feud since he's came back. Nikki Cross has had about 100 different gimmicks. Riddick Moss hasn't done anything in months. Uh, I mean, the only one that you could argue is the Viking Raiders, but, I mean, even then they just keep losing. They might be a heel team, but they, they just lose all the time. Yeah. That's fine, though. I... Yeah, the, I'm looking at this 2002 draft. Oh, it's stacked. Uh, without oh, yeah. looking at it, the picks went oh, okay. Taker, Rock. I went back to Raw. Um, I want to. I 
don't remember the second pick for Raw. Is it oh, just the NWO as a whole? Yeah, but it, you have a back where SmackDown went first. So went Rock, oh, the- Taker. Then there's a SmackDown pick between NWO and Taker. That would have been Ho- uh, was it Hogan or Angle? Angle. Yeah, that was dumb. Then the NWO. Yeah, because Benoit was like third for SmackDown, which as a kid blew my mind. Because they had those figures where you had their draft card. And I remember I tried collecting a lot of them, and I got a Chris Benoit one because I didn't have a Benoit figure. And I didn't understand why he was picked so high. I mean, you're playing the games, you're watching, you know, weekly at that time. Yeah. And you're like, why is this guy picked so high? Well, you see, on uh, the internet, they really liked him. Yeah, there, I, there was a, it was a good draft, and I yeah. mean, I think I think this one is going to be comparable. Um, especially, you figure if you just take the first five for, I'll say six, because then it would be the first three on each night. So SmackDowns is the Bloodline, Bianca Belair, Street Profits, Austin Theory, Charlotte, and the Usos. I didn't realize the Usos and the Bloodline were on the same show. Makes sense. Uh, yeah, they are I just, didn't, they, they, I just didn't pay attention. And it, was, then, it, was a, it was a big drama thing. And then Roz is Cody, Becky, Imperium, Rhea, Seth Rollins, and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I mean, what a what a good little set to start your shows with. Yeah, I hopefully uh, ten fifteen years from now we look at those guys <clears throat> as fondly as we look on uh, the Rock Undertaker angle NWO. Uh, Kane, Hogan, Van Dam. Uh, a, a lot of crazy people drafted in here, too. Uh, oh, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Perfect went 32. Yep. Uh, just behind the hurricane. If you were... Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, again, I think he, he had just returned at that previous Royal Rumble. You know, he's an older guy. There's a lot of young talent. WCW and ECW just joined WWF. I mean, it makes sense for him to be lower. Yeah. This wasn't 1991. Well, he had to get a release shortly after this. Uh, yeah, because he tried stabbing Brock Lesnar. Yeah, something about the plane ride from hell or something. I yeah. Know. Never heard of it. Uh. Yeah, I'm just, I, I guess the big thing is I'm just... I'm excited for both WWE and AEW. Uh, yeah, I'm really, is, I'm really curious to see how they time. do this for AEW. Such a good time to be a wrestling fan. You got them doing well. Uh, Ring of Honor is still, I mean, it's it's doing what it needs to do. Impact Wrestling is still going up. Who would have thought that in 2023, uh, Impact would still be going? <laughs> But I think it could be even better than ever if injuries didn't take out their heavyweight and women's champion. Um, you know, who knows what kind of rocket ship they'd be on right now? New Japan's still doing well. I mean, NWA got a real uh, heavyweight champion. They, they, I mean, they, they'd be doing pretty good. I think they have a they have never they have a world champion, Logan. Nope. Yeah, well, Impact, you know, they're they're making NFTs now. 
saw that. We got the uh, got the press release. Yeah, you know they've Plus been they, they've been sending they us signed... those for like a couple months now. We just never posted them. And I'm like, you know what? Our first one that we post from them after they gave us the runaround uh, should be them doing fucking dumbass NFTs. Plus, um, they just uh, we'll talk about it on, on another episode. But they just signed. Naomi, now she goes under, is it Trinity? Trinity something. That's, that's, I feel bad. I mean, it's pretty big for them. Trinity Fat 2. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty big. It's, it's one of their larger signings in quite some time. Um, like I said, the wrestling landscape as a whole is just, for once, it's, it's all positive. For now. For now, for now. She, they, uh, they couldn't give us, uh, you know, they wouldn't let us go to their show. Well, we could have gone to their show. We just couldn't interview anyone on campus. Second dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about them right now. <laughs> Same thing with AEW. There's, we didn't get to go to the show in Detroit. Nope. Last night. Second dick. <laughs> you're, you're lucky I came on here to talk nice about you. you know, I'm excited. I'm excited for uh, this little brand split they got going on. And, you know, I you know, I wish the best for Impact. You know, we love good Impact. You know, Josh Alexander's cool. Moose is cool. Uh, who's that other dude that's like five one? Speedball Mike Bailey? No, uh, Gresham. Oh, that fight, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and Mike Bailey too. He's a cool guy, cool cat. Is that, is, that, is that the industry insider term when you like somebody? That's ah, a cool cat right there. He's... I think so. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, they got they got that fat guy. Well, oh, that's not Impact. That's uh, NWA. Yeah, it's the champion. Yeah. <laughs> never should have given me this. Uh, I think that's a wrap. That's a wrap. We talked. We talked. Oh yeah. We talked a lot. Uh, f- follow us on uh, social media. Link trees in the description at PW Proverbs on Twitter. Uh, and uh, yeah, we sold out. Well, I'll admit it. We sold out a little bit, Logan. We we, uh, we 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 paid Elon Musk. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised no one's flamed us for it on Twitter. I thought like as soon as I started replying to people, we'd get flamed. We get like those memes where it's like you paid for the blue check mark, but that hasn't happened yet. Uh, but we sold out. Trying to see if we get more engagement from it. Uh, kind of do. I think it's only because and it's only on the tweets that we reply to somebody to because our tweets go to the top. Of the reply section with Twitter Blue. Yep. But our normal tweets are still doing about the same numbers. Uh, so please support us out there. And uh, hit the follow button there. And uh, we're still growing on Facebook. For some reason, like you said, you said this a couple months ago. Like, we dragged our feet so long about joining Facebook. And using Facebook as a, like a social media platform. It has now become like our most... Uh, successful is that the word most engaged 
social media. Uh, so if you're someone not following us in either of those, make sure you do that. Uh, all the links to that will be in the description. And also, if you are listening to this in your car or anything like that, and you're on Spotify or Apple, and you just you just don't, and you'd rather listen to us at home while you're gaming or something, we do have a YouTube channel. All the podcasts are now being uploaded. The same time they get uploaded to Spotify, onto our YouTube, uh, so you can listen to it in video form at home. Uh, oh, we're also on uh, Odyssey now too. I don't know if you've seen that. That's like a, that's like that's like an app for real radio stations. Wow! Yeah, and I'm now I'm a real radio station because I can do uh, uh, soundboards now. We're like disc jockeys. <laughs> So, yeah, make sure to follow us on all that and uh, rate, review, and subscribe. Thank you.